and all the family stuff and all the financial stuff. And I was like, fuck, man, here we go. You know, I just finally get into a spot where I feel like I'm giving the patrons their due and, and all this happened, but we're trying to get it back. Um, might be a little while, but trying to sort of situate everything and, uh, and see if we can get things back on track for you guys. So I'd first like to know, since I usually ask everybody else what they've been playing, I'd like to know what you guys have been playing. So post it in the comments and uh, I'll give you guys a heads up on what I've been playing. I've been playing Halo, of course, but I cannot uh, discuss pretty much anything. You know, it's for the review, which I'll discuss. You guys know my opinions and ideas on the free-to-play, and people have been asking me if the free-to-play will make any, you know, connection or anything like that to the single-player. Of course it won't. You know, it won't impact that. I'm going to put a mask on my thing to stop any vocal pop. There we go. Wear your mask. Mike, thanks for the CA $10 super chat. I appreciate it. You rock, man. Thank you very much. Um, I definitely appreciate the super chats because here on, on Twitch, we don't, uh, we don't get subscriptions or anything like that. It was funny because this morning I saw, I don't know, Dunderhead. I don't know what the fuck his name is, but some guy came over from Twitch. He's super popular. Um, I don't think he's actually done anything of worth. I think his only popular thing he did, if I'm right, was he just sat on camera for multiple days in a row? Like, a, like it was just a, it was sort of a scam thing for for Twitch subs. Got him, came over to YouTube and got banned right away for doing something stupid, you know. Um, and I don't mean he was stupid. I mean it could have been him. It could have been something YouTube does. But I was thinking about one of the things that sort of disturbed me about that. I I read about it this morning. I read about him getting, you know, um, banned, and I'm sure he'll be back up in short time. But I was realizing that that guy got banned, but there's probably a thousand smaller YouTubers out there that have got banned that because they're not big, there's no one to fight for them, man. No one. And it's one of the reasons why sometimes you'll see me tweet, even somebody that we all don't love, I might tweet their stuff if they get banned or in trouble because there's just no one fighting for those people. So this person just basically shirks a banning. You know, they get banned and they're like, pew, 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 pew. I have a team. You know, of, of multi-million dollar people to help me. Yes, he's a Bond villain now. I have no clue. He's probably a nice guy. But they get, you know, they all this kind of shit happens. And there's no one to fight for the guy who maybe, I don't know, uploaded a thumbnail somebody didn't like or something like that, you know. And and there's no one helping them. So I figured that's, you know, that's, that's what I'm going to start doing. Because there's this weird thing that's going on that's sort of like a dick measuring contest, whether male or female doing this where people are like, how fast can I get in trouble? Look at me. Look how cool I am. Look how edgy I am. And I get it, especially if you have no confidence in yourself. That's one of the ways you might do things is you might be like, I'm the coolest of the cool. Usually people who do that, if they're not joking, are not the coolest of the cool. But it's also flaunting it in front of others where they just don't have any recourse at all. So when somebody says, I'm going to get banned, but I got my lawyers working on it, blah, blah, blah. And then some some guy who's doing GTA videos, take two decides that they want to fucking copyright the word the, and that person loses their channel and they have no one to fight for. This is something go burns. Who's been, he was started on the podcast with me years ago. Um, and he does his own channel. By the way, I think he hit eight, he hit 18 or 13,000 subscribers. Go burns. It's G a U X. I believe it's like that weird spelling. You should go check out his channel. Um, he got, he, he's gotten trouble in the past and I, is, you know, as a smaller channel, there's no one, there's no, there's nobody there to fight for him. It's just, I don't know. It's getting weird. And you get all these Twitch streamers who are moving over to YouTube and, uh, I welcome more people on YouTube, but I got to tell you one thing. They're not moving to YouTube 
as a new person. You know, they're moving with uh, a completely different level of support that other people don't have. And I think that that's sort of sad because a lot of them are flaunting it, being like, I'm going to YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And I can tell you right now, they're not going to YouTube because of the higher bit rate they can get. You know, they're going to YouTube, most likely pay, all those kind of things. But also my assumption is the promise to be treated differently. Uh, though again, Dunderhead or whatever the fuck his name is, um, he got banned right away. So maybe I'm wrong on that. Chris McComb, Chris McComb, sorry, with Super Chat. He says, hey man, just wanted to say thanks for the reviews. Um, and are you pumped for Halo? Hey, I'm playing Halo. So if I say I'm pumped, then people will think that that's a positive review. So I'll say I'm playing Halo. That's the most I can do. Reading up some of here, uh, people got OLED TVs for Black Friday. That's awesome. No spoilers, but is Infinite the best thing to happen to Halo since combat evolved? Uh, no, Halo 3 is the best thing to have happened since combat evolved. Fight me. Jedi Fallen Order, Resident Evil Village, Psychonauts 2, Cyberpunk, Neo 2. Drag coming in with Neo 2. Neo 2 is so fantastic, man. If you get a chance, tweet out that we're doing this. If you don't want to, who gives a fuck? Don't do it. Disco Elysium Final Cut, great game. Uh, SDG says, speaking of, how is your dad? Not doing well, man, you know? But that's really, I you know, I don't want to, talk too much about his stuff and I'm not going to do a sob story kind of thing. So it's just life, right? Trying to, trying to get shit figured out. Let's see. Playing guardians of the galaxy. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. No way. Reach is life. Tommy Claus says, listen, I think I don't have an issue with, with reach. When you look at the halo games, my personal issue or personal dislike for reach came from the edgy we're gonna fucking wear black eyeliner kind of storyline that it tried that it tried to push it was like look at us we're emo and it was sort of 343 and all those guys trying to do something different 343 is really odd because 343 is like the guy who does something to get the girlfriend and then the moment they get them they start fucking around doing other stuff if you get my drift that's 343 that is quite literally how they deal with their development they fucked over halo so many times it's ridiculous. And Reach is good, by the way. It, just because I don't like the, the the feel. But what I'm saying is, if you look at the way they handled it, the absolutely terrible way they handled the Master Chief Collection and, and the prior stories, it is. It's like somebody who gets something and then they treat everything like shit afterwards. It's almost like the guy who, you know, you're just really nice. And then once you get with a girl, you're a dick, I guess. Vanyam says, do you give your dog special treats for the for Christmas? Bro, I give my dog special treats all the time. My dogs are rolling in Pizza Hut and fucking anything that I know won't kill them, they're eating, you know, because they're my best friends. Like, they they got my back. There's one sleeping here, Lau. He's now 10, I believe. And we have Baron and Sai, the brand new babies. Babies, one year old. And Zen is 17. He's a greyhound. He's in bad shape. Really, really bad shape. So... We're going to get him through Christmas and then most likely send him off in a nice Viking burial boat because he is, uh, he's happy. He's happy. We got him, you know, a little drugged up, but he's, you know, a great dang gets old. Shit just stops working, just stops. And he's got a little bit of that dementia. A couple times you find him under a, you know, kitchen table, just staring at a wall and you're like, yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, that's, that's just the way it is. Then we got Loki who's 15. He's a... Great Dane Pitbull Poodle Chihuahua. That must have been quite an evening. Whoever was the girl dog in that, no matter what, had a horrible time. 
That's all I'm saying. Had a horrible time. Uh, let's see. Halo is and will always be hip fire only. What's up with that? Halo is and always will be. Hip. I don't know what that means. Some, sorry about that. Karul says, somehow I've never quite get into the Halo series. It's not the story, the art style or anything. It's just something that doesn't really click with me. Wish it would. John says, you have five dogs? Hell yeah, I got five dogs. You bet. Banished or Covenant? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I'm old school, man. I think the Banished... It, here we go again. I think Banished are like the sequel to a good movie where they try to switch it up too much. Does that mean... Hopefully that makes sense. The Covenant are these excellent, funny, celestial, alien, high-level alien bad guys. And then you got the Banished who are like... And... It's, it's sort of like the Vikings where you're like, yeah, you're pretty cool, but not as cool as that original bad guy that we may have. And that's the way Covenant versus Banished feel to me. Um, thank you very much, Dury Union. I think, super chat, playing Keen, a bridge of spirits after watching your video and I'm having a blast. Thanks for the super chat. You rock. It absolutely, uh, it helps big time. And what I'm going to do today, by the way, I've even got this all split up. We're going to look at some news on Reddit. We're going to talk about some news. But go ahead if you have any questions about life, about games. Let's do it. Let's open it up to you guys. Um, I was asked recently how videos are doing. They're doing terrible. That doesn't matter. Things come and go. And I have bad winters, I've noticed. For whatever reason, when winter comes in, I think people are like, during the summer, they like my stuff. During the winter, they're like, listen, this really angry Viking-looking dude is in my home bitching about a game. And I don't get as many views. And that's something that's happened since the very beginning of, of this channel. So those aren't doing the greatest. But, you know, that sort of life. Also, my my naming and tags aren't the greatest. Insert witty comment here. ACG Friday run by the mob podcast is the name. I can tell you right now, that is not SEO. There's no one searching for that right now. Uh, Halo Wars 2 was such a good introduction to the banished. Yeah, Halo Wars 2, everybody loved. I thought it was okay. Hustle and Motive, what's up, man? I just want to say, Hustle, if you guys don't follow Hustle, you should. I was actually talking just recently to Lord Addict about how cool Hustle was. Um, it was about a week ago. Hustle's been on the channel, but he just came out of nowhere, man. Like, I didn't know who he was. He came out of nowhere. Just this positive guy started talking to me, started covering stuff. Then I end up talking to Addict, who I was talking to him on the side. I didn't know they knew each other. And... It, it's su it's such a hilarious thing to have two or three people come together. No lie, this is the way it was. And this is not a this is not some kind of thing for hustle where you know I'm trying to push a channel. But what happened was we were in a chat, and I was like, oh, by the way, there's this really cool dude that I've been talking to, hustle, and everybody's like, well, yeah, he's on our podcast. And I'm like, wait, what? How the? And and that's usually just because I was not following things. You know, I'm sure they all knew, but it was cool to have that moment where everybody likes somebody. It's almost like everybody has the greatest Yu-Gi-Oh card and then they all show up with it and they're like, oh, we all have it. So Hustle, you're my personal Yu-Gi-Oh card. Uh, let's see. I mean, I can never aim down straight in Halo. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Emerald says, hey, dude, what are your favorite books? I love your way. I, I, I love your love for words. Dude, I love words, man. I love Aaron Sorkin stuff. I like anything with incredibly detailed, really, I really like a tonal sound to language. So when you get when you get the rat-a-tat-tat -tat sound of somebody giving a speech, especially good speeches, you know, you might hear somebody talk about like Kennedy speeches, you know, we must go to the moon, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. I'm more into like Sorkin's kind of stuff where it's sort of fast, lots of data, lots of information. 
And I've had people say when I do a review, they'll be like, I didn't understand this joke. That Therefore, the joke is bad. And I'm like, no, that's literally not the way it is. The number of things that I read or watch where I don't understand it is quite high. That's how we learn. We don't learn by just, reg I mean, I could turn something into the most basic, this good, this game good, but who wants that? I mean, I just don't know. Maybe, maybe some of us do, who knows? Um, Dead Zed 64 says, get your beards and your beanies. It's Carrick Friday. Exactly. Beards and beanies. I have another beard under my beanie. It's crazy. So what books do I like? Dude, I'm into age old fantasy, everything from original Conan, Dragonlance, Forgotten Realms a bit, not so much. They're a little too power hungry. Um, David Gamel's one of the best fantasy writers ever. He passed away this decade. Probably one of the most realistic uh, writer of characters I've ever seen in my life. Makes Game of Thrones, all that stuff, look like child's play. It's ridiculous how good David Gamel is. So if you get a chance, check him out. Um, also read Science. I just read uh, The Space Membrane Book by Lawrence Krauss, which is a heavy read. <laughs> heavy read. Uh, it involves reality and space-time. I love that kind of stuff. I love science, so. Do you speak other languages? No, nope, just stupid, man. Let's see. G-Style says, are you going to check out War Tales? I don't know what that is. I hate when I don't know what a game is, but I don't. What are these headphones? Oh, right. These are Philips open, open back. Now, I admit, I'm not a big fan of open back headphones. Um, I can hear too much. I don't like the sound bleed. And I think that the old... They sound completely open. Well, they are open. So it's not necessarily like you're hearing anything good. In fact, a lot of outside sound can impact that. But these are great. They're not bad at all. They're they're comfortable. I knew it was going to happen. I tried to I tried to make sure my dog Oh my god. I put up two signs that said don't knock. Two. One at the doorway and one at the walkway. They said don't knock no matter what I'm recording. Not only did somebody knock, they fucking ring the doorbell instructions man how do you do it uh let's see roasted justice any interest on the upcoming rare game everwild sure for sure guys i'm pretty much interested in anything you know like if i if i, if I get a chance i'll check it out uh let's see any coverage of final fantasy 14 Endwalker? no you know i talked about Endwalker. i think it's great for mmo fans but johnny who's going to be here um he definitely is the guy who is your Endwalker person um, and he'll he'll be able to explain it better. MP, the Dr Drenai saga from Gamel was awesome. Yes, Waylander was awesome. Um, all of his stuff is awesome. Bep says, my favorite ACG quote is still, skill trees are called that because they can die and fall over, just like this game. <laughs> oh, fuck. I did get a lot of positive feedback on that. I did get a lot of positive feedback. People think that I sit on, on, I sit on that. Those kind of things, man, that's, that was just literally just sitting there recording myself because I don't do a script and just, you know, talking voice to text kind of thing of what I'm thinking when I'm playing a game. And that just popped up. Uh, Snifty Dog, $5 super chat, pizza money for the dogs. Hey, man, I appreciate it. That'll be pizza money for the dogs or gas to get back down to my dad and uh, see how he's doing. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Turtles says, do you expect much more from PlayStation at the VGA? Hmm. I don't know. I think PlayStation uh, is smart and they dole out information when they should versus information when fans want. Fans want information because there's a tit for a tat. Fans don't like to be 
you know, okay, I'll just give you an example. Let's say you're watching a, 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 a boxing match. It's one of the greatest boxing matches ever, and you have a fan favorite. Whenever he gets hit, everybody's like, punch back. What are you doing? Punch back. Actually, almost every single time a fan would say that, a boxing expert, somebody who knows boxing, would be like, dude, that's the worst time to punch back. What are you talking about? That's exactly how, how Sony... Microsoft and Nintendo are and how they're treated by fans. Fans will be like, oh my God, backwards compatibility was launched by Microsoft and they need, and Sony needs a, a some kind of punchback right away, right away. Not only has that been proven untrue, Sony doesn't need a punchback right away of any companies that don't, it's Sony. But additionally, if they do announce something and it doesn't come true, that's even worse. And that type of stuff can happen. Let me give an example. Last Guardian. Last Guardian was announced for the PS3. And the number of people I know who bought Last Guardian for the PS3 and it didn't ever come out on the PS3 is actually higher than the total number of people I know who bought Last Guardian for the PS4. So they sold people that. It didn't come out. And I know people who got that system just for that. And... So why announce early? Why announce when you're not ready? That's that's just my opinion. One more thing. <clears throat> Have you seen how beautiful a medieval is now with RTX editions? No, I haven't. RTX editions help some games and don't help others. If you guys have any tech questions, feel free to throw them in here. Um, Crazy Assassin says, are there any content creators you would collab with? No, no, because I hate the term collab. Collab sucks. Collab is a terrible term. I even talked about this with Addict when I did the Addict and Cognito. All of those guys, actually, I told them I don't want it ever being termed as collab. I don't believe in collabs. I think they're absolutely terrible. If two people want to work together, it's two people want to work together because it's awesome. Collab is a rap rock thing. It's where two you know, giants get together for usually one time for a track on a record. That's not my life. My life is not one track. My life is consistently in YouTube. So if I'm going to work with somebody, I want to work with somebody I like so I can continue to do so. It's GB. I've worked with GB a ton. I've worked with Maddie a ton. I've worked with the guys on our podcast a ton. That's how I work. And collab to me is dirty. It's a nasty word and it's a business word. And it just, it sounds gross. Drinking the eggnog yet? Yeah, but I got a little sick, so I haven't. Um, how did you think Halo Infinite will rate with reviewers? Man, that's a good question. How do I think Halo Infinite will rate with reviewers? Okay, if you had asked me prior to watching what happened with the medium, with Deathloop, with, man, a, a number of games this year and last year, I would have told you quite confidently what I would think a game would review as. But I got to tell you, I've rarely come out of a review process of a game and been so shocked as I was, for example, The Medium. The Medium is the perfectly titled game for what it is. It is medium. It is not amazing. It's not terrible. It's medium. And to see people be like, this thing is doing stuff that no other game has done is a lie. That a technical lie. That's all. And even Digital Foundry said it. And I've talked to him. I've seen him like, dude, I'm sorry that you guys parsed that wrong. That is not true. It is not impossible to do what they said that they were doing. This kind of stuff, this hyperbole that a lot of gamers get 
from YouTubers and from so on. That's the cause of issues. The, the fucking return on investment is terrible. If you're saying, man, the medium is doing something no other game has done. We actually had a game released just a little bit after that was doing pretty much the identical thing as well. But this, oh, we're overlapping two worlds, the power, it's impossible. No, it's not. Also, this kind of stuff happened with Ratchet and Clank a little bit where we were sold sort of this idea of what Ratchet and Clank would do with the portals. And then once you jumped in, you were like, there's not a lot of portals going on in this game. Certainly not like the trailers would have showed you. Dead Space Martyr says, for being the best in the business, $9 super chat, keep being you, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I will continue to try. Who knows how it'll go, but I'll continue. By the way, I got a video coming out, blockchain and NFTs. Nice video coming out. It's about 45 minutes. Probably too long. People probably be mad about it, but that'll be out soon. Gunter, $5 super chat. Are you doing the Christmas stream this year? Just wondering. Big family issues this year with uh, estrangement. Sorry about that, man. Um, yeah, I actually talked about it with my family and sort of tried to figure out. But most of the time I'll do a Christmas so that people know what a Christmas stream is. A lot of people are in the military. A lot of people due to COVID can't get together. And so what I've done in the past, even prior to COVID, was a Christmas stream where during the day, usually on the 25th, uh, Christmas day, we get together and I, we, I just talk and you guys ask questions. We joke around. That's life, right? That's just, we're just hanging out. And that's to give you guys somebody to talk with and somebody to me to talk to on those days. I do have family that are close and I could be doing that, but I've sort of made sure that they know that that's sort of a big deal to me. I do Christmas Eve anyway. So Christmas day, when I was a kid, man, Christmas Eve was the shit, right? Late night. Cause you had all day to look forward to these, ga these, these games is what I usually got, but these, these presents you got, it was like all day, man. You were just chomping at the bit, man. It was like masturbation with, with no orgasm for like 14 hours because I also wake up early. So I'm, I'm up at like 4 AM on Christmas Eve going like, let's do presents. And by the time you do it, it's like seven or eight. By the way, I already had a beard, age seven, showing up, yelling like a little little baby Viking in my Christmas robe. We got to open them. And then Christmas Day shows up. Christmas Day was like for grandparents. You know, we'd go over to my mom and dad's parents and we'd get like one or two presents. But, you know, grandparents usually have 77 kids. You know, as you look out, you know, it's their kids had kids who had kids who had kids. And the longer they live, the more kids there are. So you don't get remembered anymore. Or it's not, it's not as like, special about a small group. So Christmas day, not so big to me. I'm a huge Halo fan, but I'm really concerned how Halo is leading player voting at the game awards when it's not released yet. I don't know what to say about the game awards, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't do the, I, whatever. Like you can't, you can't be mad at people who want to celebrate games. You can, but you can't. It, it, positivity is definitely something that like Jeff Keighley pushes, which is great. But the entire process is broken to me. Carew says, have you noticed any differences yet with the removal of the YouTube dislike bar? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you something. And I checked with other people to see if this is true. Yes. Let me tell you what has changed. People want you to know they don't like your stuff. Totally fine. So in the past, they hit the dislike button and usually they would go because a person who dislikes something hits dislike button. Maybe they pop in, hit the dislike button. 
So usually when I would post a video, and because I admit I'm belligerent, if somebody comes in and they're stupid or they don't make sense on an argument or they say I said something I didn't, I will jump in in the comments and be like, dude, don't lie here. I don't have any time for it. I don't want false information going out. That is not what was said. This is what was said. And those people will hold that. You know, they got caught, they get called out, they'll hold it for a long time. And so as time went on, I would have like two dislikes the moment I post a video. Then it would go to three and now it's like seven or eight. Those people hate that you can't see the dislikes and any kind of adjustments or like the extension bar somebody just said, that doesn't matter because they don't care that they can see them. They want everybody else to see them, which is a huge disconnect for what a lot of people are arguing about right now. It has nothing to do with me seeing them. I can, I want to see them, of course, but I get why they're not there, um, you know, and I understand how to work around that. What I'm talking about is people who want others to see them. They leave negative comments. And I was talking to a person who, very nice person, doesn't get any negative comments normally, gets a couple thumbs down, and they're devastated right now. Devastated. Devastated. Because usually the first four to ten comments now, instead of just thumbs down, are raw ass just assholes. And this person is not prepared for them because those people in the past would just hit the button. And... YouTube lies. They, they flatly lied about this, um, you know, trying to pretend like, oh, you know, it's absolutely de destructive to people to see them. I got to tell you, man, it's far more destructive when everybody's going to get really detailed negative comments that stick, by the way, because a thumbs down, you don't know who that's from. But when somebody posts and the shit they say, and they don't care about truth, even though I do and I'll post about it, they don't. And it, it, it can be raw. And having to talk to that person, they were having a hard time, man. They were having a very hard time because they had come from a situation where most of their videos were positive and it was constructive feedback. And instead, these negative ones are about their looks because in the past, that would have been just a negative. You know, maybe they don't like if it's a girl, they don't like her face. If it's a guy, they don't like beards, whatever. In the past, it might've been just a thumbs down. Um, I didn't think about how the dislike removal would add to negativity. Sup, Melissa? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is, it's raw, man. It's raw. D talking, to, there's one person in particular that like I've reached out to a couple times to be like, you know, you still able to handle it. And it, it sucks because it, it, it makes you, or it makes, at least from what they've said, it's just instant, man. It's like everything was fine. You got your couple thumbs down. Instead, it's just, it switches off and boom, they flood in. And you're just looking going, what the fuck? And that's actually what they DM'd me. They were like, do these people always think this? Like they're teasing my face. They're te and I'm like, well, first of all, you shouldn't worry about that. That person, you know, <laughs> who knows what they look like. They could have had their face removed by a lawnmower and they're just mad at everybody, but. Gunter says, I pause my YouTube premium in case YouTube pulls their head from their full point of contact, going to full cancel if they don't bring it back. What's YouTube premium? Oh, YouTube premium is the, yeah, yeah. I don't use that too much. All right, so let's talk a little bit about news. So this week, one of the things on news, take two. So take two has gone completely, absolutely batshit. You can't tell me that a lawyer for take two isn't in a basement somewhere just kicking the shit out of the New York bar exam and the Constitution. These fuckers are copywriting everybody. I don't drink beer, Ryan. I don't drink at all, actually. Um, these guys have just kicked the shit out of everything. They're basically copywriting 
any name from any company title that has anything to do with theirs. So uh, It Takes Two, the video game, they copyrighted them because Takes Two and Take Two is the name of their company. Now, remember Bethesda sued somebody for scrolls as if they owned Papyrus in some fucked up way. And I'll always hold a grudge against Bethesda. I will always bring that up. That is something that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are at Bethesda. If you're the lowest of the low kind of brand new person, I don't mean low as if you don't matter, but like you just came in, low as in time there. You should have been on Twitter and you should have been like, dude, what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? We just copyrighted scrolls. But this is even worse. Take two copyrighted two words that blow my mind. Mafia. They copyrighted the term mafia. Sorry, guys. That's actually used by somebody else. And trust me, you don't want to copyright from those guys. Mafia and fucking civilization, man. Civilization, something that has been used as a term for fucking hundreds of years. And these jackasses do it. And, you know, I've got some shit. We got some shit for our coverage of, of Trilogy, you know, and a couple other things from Rockstar and Take Two. And uh, I got to tell you, man, I'm just, I'm not backing down on it. You know, I'll, I'll probably do poorly because of that. I won't get review code, whatever. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. But if I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. One of the things you're you're seeing a lot of times with people is they pretend like they don't care. And then behind the scenes, they're like, oh, I just had to do it because of YouTube. And I've even got some DMs from people who are like, yeah, I just released this video. But technically, you know, you'll, you've also seen, I'm sure you've seen that some people who used to report pretty heavily are starting to figure out that maybe that's not the best bet for them because it may impact their copies or their ability to get copies uh, of games. And my personal belief is, yes, that's possible. It is possible. But currently with subscribers not mattering at all on YouTube, and I mean that, they don't matter at all. Like, I mean, I love that they're there, but I'm saying in the long-term scheme of things, they don't even get all the videos. So what really matters is people watching and long time. And that's why companies are trying to threaten a lot of people. Companies are like, hey, you know, and I did get, I have got threatened. I will admit this year, I've got two distinct uh, what would you say? Harshly worded responses to coverage, which I'd never gotten in the past. And my response was, I stand by my video, but I can tell it's starting to be raised up. Um, probably because the, the voices of YouTube do matter. Um, well, some voices do, and it's becoming sort of a thing, but yeah, take two, man. Civilization, mafia, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, I wish somebody could explain to me how that could ever make sense. How could it ever make sense that a company, imagine waking up and your company so fucking ludicrously stupid that somebody in your office is like, it takes two. We're going to copyright that because our company's called take two. By the way, I didn't want to say this out loud on Twitter, but I'll tell you guys, there's a lot of bands, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of different smaller companies with take two as their name. And there's a particular band. I looked it up and boom, they popped up right away. And I'm like, fuck, I hope they, and they're not big. And I was like, I hope these guys don't get, and they were it, like, how long were they in existence? I don't know. Were they in existence longer than take two as a company? But that's so weird. For example, my real name is Jeremy. I can't, I can't copyright and stop you from using that. Like that doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Nobody's trying to stand on top of take two as a name. It takes two. 
like, how in the world would you ever be able to do it? And I talked to a couple lawyers about this. Uh, game lawyer, he's already talked about it. I actually talked to a couple lawyers that have to do with, uh, with true copyright law. And I was like, is it possible that we could run like GoFundMes for any small company and just flood that with money to give them legal recourse to sue back or to, because we had this with, I can't remember what, what's the old guy. He looked like a mannequin that had been like put through a chipper shredder. And for years he was always against games with sex in them. I can't remember his name. Was it Thomas something? He lost his, uh, I think he lost uh, his, like his ability to be a lawyer. I can't remember his name though. But he was always after games, always after games, frivolous, frivolous, frivolous. Take two, absolutely, completely, 100%, utterly provable frivolous. These are frivolous. But I don't know if people are going to push back. I hope they do. I would love Jack Thompson. Thank you. Oh, that's Big Mac. Of course he'd know. Jack Thompson. Thanks. I appreciate it. So Jack Thompson does this. Why is it, why is it that we can't put money forward and say, you know, Bethesda, fuck you, man. Fuck you. You can't copyright the word scrolls. You absolutely can't. Gone. Done. Not only that, find a large amount of money and you have to pay the people back not only any lawyer costs that they have, but any loss of anything else. You should have to prove copyright. And by the way, I've had one or two copyright issues where I had to prove it, but these big companies don't, and that bothers the fuck out of me. Um... Wizard of Smoke, $5. I don't need the extra content to support you. I appreciate you for not being a puppet. I hope 2022 is better. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate it. I hope so too. Psycho says, ACG, do you think that there'll be more acquisitions by Xbox or Sony? Yes. Yes. But I will tell you that if you guys don't know, the big acquisitions are Embracer Group. Embracer Group's buying 20, 30, 40 companies at a go. And... We talk about monopolies. I'm not as big of a hater of monopolies as a lot of people are. A lot of people, whenever you ask them to describe a monopoly and why a monopoly hurts, they don't really have a good way of describing it. They just hear the word monopoly, probably lost at the board game, and are like, monopoly is bad. I get that, but you need to be able to defend your position. And Embracer Group is coming... Embracer Group is buying so much stuff that at some point, I'm surprised we haven't heard somebody say listen, they're buying everything. Is that, is that okay? And yeah, it, it, it's free market. It should be okay. But we haven't even heard that, which surprises me. Um, because dude, they've been buying boatloads. Uh, let's see what else do we got? I remember that guy. I don't know. Yeah. Jack Thompson. What's up, Johnny? Uh, let's see. Couldn't they just change it to Hazelight Studios? It takes two. Uh, no, it takes two was the Whatever. It was the copyright part. Takes two. They would have to remove takes two. Uh, Lunchbox says, yeah, the practices need to get more coverage to put public opinion to get loud and negative enough. Exactly. Exactly. But a lot of people, especially like on YouTube, they want the next GTA and their their channel may hinge on it. And, uh, you know, they're going to they're going to bitch about it. I, I I just don't. I mean, I care, but I just don't give a fuck. I, I think I care prior to the recording going up. So like when we do a podcast, I'll be like, yeah, you know, that'd suck if this happens. I'm still going to talk about it, but that'd suck. And then once the, once like the camera goes live or whatever, I'm like, fuck it. I'll worry about it tomorrow. And I just go off on things, which is what we did with trilogy, which by the way, turned out right. I got so much shit from my coverage of GTA trilogy, man. That game looked like dump. It looked like absolutely un, just unbelievable dump. 
And I said so in the podcast and we got trashed by professionals and by other YouTubers. And I'm like, I have no clue what you're fucking looking at, but look at that. It's trash, man. It's in dire shape. How can you not see that? We got so much shit. And then that game comes out and it was shit. I got to calm down. I'm going to blow a ventricle. Actually, probably not. Bob Bob says, did you hear Prey 2 is rumored and it's open world, which makes sense as that seems to be where Arcane is going with Redfall. I did not. I do think Prey 1, Prey 2, can't wait to see whatever they do with that series. Matthew says, hey, Carrick, longtime fan. Have you tried Anvil yet? No, I have not. Everybody in the Discord's talking about it. Hey, and if you get a chance, guys, check out the Discord. I'm not going to blow wind up your ass. It's not going to change your life. Well, it may, actually. We did have two people in Discord start dating recently, which I thought was so weird. But uh, it is an awesome place. And if you guys go there, it helps out the channel. Uh, do you think Xbox Game Pass changes the way we all should look at reviews? No. A review is a review. It would change your way of deciding how much cost you want to spend for a game. But for me, it hasn't changed. So, for example... If a game's on Game Pass, it doesn't mean it won't come off a of Game Pass. That's one of the big issues. Also, most games that are on Game Pass also will be on Steam, let's say, or uh, good old games, even though they seem to be having issues, or uh, epic games. So to me, I can still review those. Now, I may say, hey, this is on Game Pass, and if you have Game Pass, that changes this rating. If it's not on Game Pass, hold off, that kind of stuff. Uh, these headphones are Philips open-backed. I'm, I'm sorry that I don't know the exact term. I'll get them, and I'll post them in here. Uh, Let's see, what else do we got? Bunch of senior directors and heads leaving too. Oh, for EA? Yeah. Love you, man. Thank you, Sage. I appreciate it. This year has been depressing for multiplayer games. Has it? Oh, yeah, it has. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, multiplayer games have sucked this year, haven't they? I, To be honest, multiplayer games have been so bad this year. I was drawing a blank for the first like four seconds. My brain was like, what's he, what's he fucking talking about, man? What's, what does he mean? What? And then the other part of my brain was like, dude, the reason why you don't know any examples is because they're so bad. <laughs> you haven't been playing them. Oh fuck. It's true. It's true. Multiplayer games are terrible this year, man. I don't know what's going on, but, and also fuck you to anybody out there who gave me shit. People were trying to tell me that the, because the single player of Battlefield was removed, those resources were going to multiplayer. And I'm like, I even told people in my tweets, I'm like, you need to save my tweet because you're full of shit. It's never how the industry has worked. It's never how it will work. It's not even how business works. Save my post because in no way, shape or form does the lack of single player mean the multiplayer in Battlefield will be better. And I got to admit, I'm very happy to have been proven right. Bombard says, ACG, I'm sorry I didn't trust your Deathloop review. Last time I'll make that mistake. Nay, you know what? People like Deathloop, some don't, but it just sounds like you agree with me and what we both saw on it. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll tease Deathloop to the end of days, but it also doesn't mean that I don't understand that somebody likes something I don't. Um, I will question it and try to find out why because I'll be confused. But overall, it's fine. Mario Parties, somebody's playing. Uh, let's see, at least Anvil slid into multiplayer space at the year end. Again, I haven't checked that out, but now that you guys are talking about it, I guess uh, I guess I'm going to have to. Mr. Erebos says, love your podcast. Helps me stay connected with gaming since having twins. Dude, thank your wife. 
man, that's rough. Twins. The idea of like a 12 pound ball shooting out of any orifice in my body is horrendous. The idea of two 12 pound balls doing it one after the other. That's a rough one. Solace, $5 super chat. Hey, Carrick, what's your personal favorite game of the year? Mine was Noah 2 and Psychonauts 2. Okay, Noah 2, I, I don't, is Noah 2 this year? Can somebody go online and check? Because if I go online, I'll lose my train of thought and I'll be like, uh, blah, 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 and I'll start looking at porn. If, I don't know if that was this year for all platforms. I feel like it was last year for for PS4. But anyway, regardless, Neo 2 is fantastic. It's utterly amazing. It is the game that I tell people, if you want to get into Dark Souls, it might be, it and Surge 2 might be the ones to do. Both can be punishing, but there's something about the feedback mechanisms for those games, which, so here's the good thing about it. Here's what I don't like about some Dark Souls games. Yes, official Dark Souls games. You'll die from a hit and you'll be, and there's that question in your mind, not, not an immature question. Like I'm better than the game. It was for sure the game, but that real question in your mind where you're like, I thought I hit them or I thought this was working. What's going on? And it's not a real fun question. It's not a fun mystery. If that makes sense. What I think about surge two and Neo is Neo was a fun mystery. Let me give you guys an example of Neo. I was reviewing Neo. I think I might've had it even before anybody else, because I had a contact there and they were like, we're giving this way. And I had it early. And I'm playing, listen to this. I had the game so early, so early that you couldn't, there were no bodies laying around, no souls. You couldn't, nobody would join you, right? It was you, single player. And so I get to this one bad guy in the game, 142 times I died, 142. How do I know it was 142? Because you can look up the creature and how many times you fought it and died, 142. And I was telling the guys, I was laughing maniacally. My wife was coming home and going, you're still fighting. She could hear the music. It was that, you know how boss music would be. She was like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. But I never felt, I, I got, I didn't get frustrated. And Dark Souls games have notoriously been frustrating many times. They're, they're not great animation. I know people think they are, but when you actually look at their animation feedback loop, they, especially the older ones are quite terrible. Very terrible, actually. And even though I like them, I'm not going to lie. They're terrible. There's times where you're like, that animation looks weird. It passed through this. It didn't look It didn't look good. Neo steps it up to the point to where I can usually look and go, oh, you know, he did get me. So that, that, that needs to be like one microscopic millisecond earlier for the dodge or whatever. And I can sort of put things together. Uh, let's see. Any, any multiplayer shooters you have put a lot of hours into? Yeah, back for blood with the guys. Back for blood. I put a lot of hours into that with Discord folks. Gunter, $2. Thoughts on Icarus? I feel bad. I don't know what Icarus is. Icarus. A lot of games, guys. And unfortunately, with my family stuff, I have not had a chance to always jump into these. So I I apologize. I don't know what that is. Uh, Faded says, do you revisit games after big updates? Hmm, Sometimes. Uh, you'll see me do podcasts where I'll be like, Hey, everybody jump in the podcast. We have final thoughts on a review. That'll usually be very close to the review. What I've been doing is doing like, if it's an impressions video, then that Friday, maybe we'll do, I'll say, if you want to come and hear the final score, it's here. That works really well for us, even though the podcasts do shit for, for viewers, but it still helps those people who know that that's going to happen and they can go there. What, when it comes to returning to games, guys, you know, a game I'll return to. 
Knights Old Republic Online, man. I'll return to that because it doesn't require a lot. It's got good story, right? I'm just hanging out, playing games. But I'll return to other games. It just depends. But if a game's really not enjoyable and I review it that way, and then later a patch comes out, it's very hard to sell me on returning to it, right? It's a little bit like some ex you had who's like, I went to therapy and I'm all fixed. And you're like, yeah, but you know what? Been there, done that. You know, I already landed on America's shores. I don't need to go back. That kind of stuff. That's sort of the way I feel when it comes to returning to a game that wasn't good, that got patched. One of the best examples of that is Cyberpunk. It's very difficult for me to return to Cyberpunk because its release verified by the devs. We can't argue this. The devs have stated this is true. Its release was unacceptable. It was just unacceptable. That's what the devs have stated as well. They, It is an unacceptable on day one game. So reviewing it, returning to it's quite difficult because you're just like that, that, that feeling haunts you, man. It haunts you. It sits and it just reminds you. It's like, it just reminds you of all the shit that you had to go through. And like cyberpunk, that was not a fun review, man. Not a fun review. My return game is red dead Two. That's very cool. Red dead two is, is definitely something you should jump into. Sifu is going to be short. I can tell. It looks like it'll be fun. Uh, Wizard of Smoke says, I've been enjoying running over rich assholes flower beds in Lawnmower Simulator. Guys, I got to tell you straight up, the simulator games, um, you will almost never see a company that has the output, the positive output, by the way, the just sheer unbelievable positive output of the company's Playway who do the simulator games. Go check them on Steam. Look up playway on steam and just look at the list of positive reviews they have they'll have negative ones but if you want to talk about a company that has pretty much made a religion out of releasing games that whatever small segment you know <laughs> i mean like they've got some crazy niche games and they do well every time i think that's pretty fucking awesome Let's see. Did you feel the same for No Man's Sky with what they did? No Man's Sky uh, had a full game. I was able to play it for 24 hours. I did a 24-hour live stream the day it released. 24 hours, stayed up all, what is that, day and night and day again. And, you know, it didn't have the issues Cyberpunk had. You guys know me, man. I have an issue with bugs. I have an issue with bugs because the more egregious they are, the more I'm like, somebody had to know this. And I don't blame QA because I've done QA uh, remotely for games uh, on, multi on a couple big titles. And I get that it's not always QA's fault. Sometimes people know about it and sometimes they don't. And sometimes the QA time is just short and they don't get a chance. I think that's the one positive. This is going to sound weird, but there might be a positive to COVID and stuff like that where these delays don't really change anything. They get. Let me give you an example of that real quick. Here's a perfect example of exactly what I'm talking about. Dying Light 2 is already gold. What does gold mean? Gold means that the completion of the title has been wrapped up. The title as a whole, right, is gold. Now, in the old days, that meant the disc was gold. It's a special disc that they would ship to the CD slash DVD burning company. And that company would make copies from the master disc. That's where gold comes from. They're not gold anymore. It's all digital they still use the term. That game is already gold, meaning that they can continue to patch, look at the game, fix any bugs up until February's release date. That's a positive to me because they've said, we're not adding shit, man. We're done. We're not adding anymore. We're done. 
what what we have the ability to do now. And they could rest on their laurels and fix nothing. I just don't think they will. Melissa B says, some bugs make you laugh. Some bugs make you uninstall. I will agree with you, but I'm going to tell you my personal thoughts just real quick on bugs. If anybody tries to tell me that they like bugs in games and that a bug in a game has made them like the game more, I inherently will never trust that person again. Sorry. The game's excellence should make you enjoy it more. That's it. And so whenever I hear somebody, and it happens sometimes where somebody would be like, oh man, I sort of dig the bugs, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you, that's an abusive relationship. It's not something I want to be involved with. You should never have to say that. And that's a defensive mechanism. And I just, I won't ever dive into those kind of conversations. At least I won't do so nicely. Psycho says, okay, ACG. Okay, so Embracer Group are buying a boatload, a boatload of studios and they have 78 studios and around 8,000 employees. Uh, but the rate of game releases are nowhere near the staff they have. What's up with that? They're making those games. You're absolutely right. That's the good thing. That's the good thing. People don't get it about Eraser or about Embracer. This is what I'm trying to explain to people. Think about this, guys. Embracer Group bought all these. You don't see a ton of games coming out. The reason why? They're working on the games and fixing them, getting them ready. They're not releasing them early. Now, admittedly, Embracer Group has made it quite clear that they probably won't go with huge AAA games and that they're going to be more in the AA section. As long as they have good QA, I'm totally fine with that because a lot of AA games are great. ACG, do you enjoy racing games? Shit, man. They're like probably my favorite. Forza. Dude, what was it the game that uh, Obimas and I... Obimas is this guy. He's been in the Discord for ages. He's got to have been... He's got to be at four years, five years now in the Discord. And he and I, we don't share a native language. Uh, he speaks English somewhat well. But when you write it, of course, it's a little bit more difficult. And there's been times where... You can't, you know, you can't tell if he's being caustic. And of course, you can tell that at times I'll be caustic, right? I take that full responsibility. But this is back and forth. But what's funny is racing games are, are, racing games are sort of the alcohol at a get-together that sort of smooths out some, you know, some moments for us. It's weird. And so we'll start talking about these games and these racing games and all of a sudden, any other issues we may have, because we do disagree, they just sort of fall to the wayside. And there's this moment where every time I watch how we talk, it's like, blah, blah, blah. No, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, like racing will come up and I'll be like, yeah, man, that's awesome. And then it just smooths the conversation. It's so great, man. It's so great. Four years, five years for Obimas in the Discord. Um, it's awesome. Have you ever talked about your wheel setup? Uh, in-game reviews I have, but no, not not separate, I don't think. I have a, uh, let's see, Logitech, G, what is that, G27, I think, which is the Xbox One, but I also have a Brooks adapter that lets you use any controller on any device, so I can also use it on PlayStation. Then I have a Thrustmaster, not even a super expensive, what is it, T300 maybe? And I have a full seated setup uh, that I got off eBay back when I was covering more WRC games, I think, so... I want to see a remake of Project Gotham Racing. Hell yeah, man. All right, what else do we got? What other questions? Let's look at some news. I'm going to try this. If this doesn't work, I apologize. But here, here we go. Let's try this. Let's see what happens. What the hell is the uh, thing here? What we're going to do and get this open, and we're going to go... We're going to transform. 
Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Sorry. You didn't miss shit. All I was stating was the Brooks adapter is uh, something that you can check when you go to Amazon. I apologize for that. I, I didn't click the button. Anyway, so Joseph is the one who had the issue with take two. That's unfortunate. 3,000 people have thumbs that up. And look at that. You can see thumbs up and thumbs down even on Reddit. Even on the shitberg, toasted nastiness of Reddit. What else do we got here? Steam Deck. Who's getting a Steam Deck? What's up, writing on games? Now, if you guys want to see somebody who's good at... Okay, and this is not because he's here. I've said this before. If you guys want to see somebody who is good at writing on games, it's writing on games. He, We've had him on the channel before. It is hilarious, man. It is hilarious how good he is at, at writing about games, long-term form kind of stuff. I'm really poor, piss poor at like... And I don't even like them usually. Analytics or, or or diving into a game. That dude did, no lie, go check this out. He did, writing on games did Hitman and broke down every Hitman level. And I'm always blown away when I see something like that. I'll be I'll like, I'll be looking at somebody and be like, I, I decided to cover every single fucking thing on this. And I'll just be like, whoa, dude, how'd you have time for that? And it's probably not good. And instead it was. You guys really need, if you get a chance, check out writing on games. His... He's like one of the few people I'm still a patron of. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll patron that guy forever. Uh, let's see. Steam Deck. Yeah, I'm going to get a Steam Deck, but I think I'm going to get it just for just for shits and giggles. You know, I've got my stuff, man. I've got my I've got what I need when it comes to my hardware and software. Um, I'm doing a video just on streaming, and I think streaming is, you know, it's it's made a huge increase. Xbox uh, GeForce Now, all that kind of stuff. Streaming's been incredible. I don't know if you guys got to see. Microsoft also stated that if you use Edge for streaming, it will actually um, it will actually improve the picture. They've done some artificial intelligence stuff. So, um, yeah, you bet, you bet. I, it's it's very cool that you're here. I appreciate it, man. But your stuff is ace, and I put my money where my mouth is. And there's a reason why I'm your patron. Like, there's I, there's a few times where I get awe-inspired by somebody's ability to do something. I'm just like, God damn, I wish I could do that. There's just some things you see and you see somebody do it and you're like, damn, man. You'll see. And what's funny is you'll see somebody do something physical on like YouTube because it's been a, a physical thing. I usually don't have that much of an issue, but when it's writing the ability to cohesively walk from point to point on something, that's the kind of stuff that impresses me. Let's see. Let's look at what else do we got going on here in gaming news? Not a bunch of Nurglings. <laughs> that sounds bad. Total War, Warhammer 3, Nurglings Unit Spotlight. Gonna have to check that out. Haven't haven't uh, haven't checked out Warhammer 2 even much. The Gunk. Here we go. Fiona Nova feature at the Gunk. So if you guys get a chance, I covered the Gunk uh, in my games to look forward to in in December. I'm actually excited to check out the Gunk. I think that it looks it looks like something I actually want to play. I don't know if it's going to be awesome. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that what I saw intrigued me more than original. It's got the worst name. I just saw. <laughs> What a name, though. Yeah, it's got the worst. You might as well just call it the junk and just show a pair of fucking hairy testicles. But the gunk is it's a poor name. But something about the way it looks and what you might be doing, it intrigues me. I'm, I, I want to play the gunk. I want to play it just like sometimes you have to wonder if somebody have you ever seen somebody who like they'll they'll name something really basic because they have a lot of confidence in it as well. And I also want to see that. Are these guys so confident in their game that they're like, 
we're going to call it gunk. And people are all, dude, that's that's risky. And they're like, not, not for us. <laughs> we know what we got. I, I just think that's awesome. And I'm crossing my fingers that that game's good. Uh, let's see. What else have we got? Terminator Resistance Annihilation. I have no clue what that is. Terminator Resistance Annihilation Line. Oh, my God. Is that the full name? It is. Terrible name for a game. Wow. Wow. Just word after word. Just word after word. Absolutely means nothing. Terminator Resistance Annihilation. Wait a minute. Wasn't there a Terminator Resistance and a Terminator Annihilation? That seems like all they're trying to do is get on, you know, some kind of weird, uh, you know, SEO YouTube search with that name. Okay, I need to know. Anybody played this Terminator Resistance Annihilation Judgment Day line <laughs> game? And is it good? Because I think that's just the trailer right now. What else do we got? Grand Theft Origins DMA documentary. Oh, yeah, we'll skip that. Let's see. Adventure Kingdom. Don't care about that. After the Fall. So After the Fall looks like, I don't know if anybody's seen this. After the Fall, man, it looks like Division. I don't know if anybody agrees with me. I'd like to know what you think. But boy, to me, it looks just like the Division. Uh, I think I missed a super chat. I will get to it in a second. I apologize. Let's see. Terminator Resistance is the game Annihilation. Terminator Resistance is the game Annihilation is the DLC coming out. Julian says, Terminator Resistance is the game Annihilation. I think... Can't tell what you're saying, Julian. Seduce says Terminator Resistance is basically Terminator 3. We never got. Hmm. Okay. All right. I trust you guys. Well, not really, but I trust that I trust that you know that much. How about that? We'll, we'll get, I'll give you that much. Stanley Parable, Skullgirls characters, Final Fantasy patch, Lord of the Rings Gollum will show a new trailer at the Game Awards. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that we'll have to see we'll have to I, I i that seems so weirdly uh focused you know it's lord of the rings Gollum, right it's not just lord of the rings it's not this or that it's just Gollum, which always makes me like how much of a story is there how's it going to be told i'm excited i'll check it out i like lord of the rings stuff except for the last three movies god those were dump but i mean the good movies Let's see. I really enjoyed it, but you couldn't get over how broken it was. You know, Dark Alliance. Oh, yeah. D&D Dark Alliance. I think that's a game you guys are talking about. What about that? What are you guys' plans for Christmas? What's everybody going to do? Has anybody got amazing plans for Christmas or this holiday? You guys going to do anything? Anything special? Going in on any trips? I don't think most people are because, unfortunately, now we have more of the COVID stuff. But uh, let's see. This person's looking at an old game. Morrowind, Tamriel, Rebuilt, Roadmap. That's another one of the multiple remakes we've got. Uh, let's see. Work. I'm going to spend it with my son. Excellent. Tamales and ham. Tamales sound good. I'm hungry. Man. Man. You could stop the podcast almost right there. Tamales. <clears throat> now I'm hungry. Let's see. Just looking at some news here. Mario Party, Superstars, Nickelodeon, All-Star Brawl, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, Fate Sworn. These, these fucking names are terrible. Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, Fate Swarm. Fate Sworn. Terrible name. 
Acclaimed board game Root is a resounding success on Nintendo Switch. Acclaimed board game Root. Literally never heard of it. So, And I do board games, but that's great. HeroQuest Returns. Let us compare versions. HeroQuest is such a good board game. I'm going to have to check that out. Is there going to be a review coming for Chorus? Yeah, let me talk about reviews for just a second. I don't know what's going on with reviews. I don't know if it's me. It's probably me. In most relationships, it's always going to be me. That's the cause. But I haven't got a lot of review codes. And sometimes I've been getting them and they've been choked up into the spam of Google. So I have been working with uh, a couple people on trying to get that fixed. But some of these games I actually had codes and was not aware. So, it, oh, whoop, my ACG tag is right in the way. Anyway, so I am trying to get back on the review schedule. Guys, it's just been hard. With my dad having got hurt and stuff like that, it's like you get set for something and then something comes along and kicks its ass and uh, you, you don't have time for it. And that's really what's been going on with me. Uh, do you think the Steam Deck will hurt Nintendo? No. No, I don't even think they're... Different different price points pretty much and definitely different... Uh, I don't know if I'd say fans, but really different delivery. I mean, you got you guys got to realize Steam Deck, that's a PC, you know. Switch was never a PC, and that's the positives and negatives that it has enjoyed and been hurt by are all based on it not having been a PC, not being open-ended like uh, a PC game system would, but instead being closed off by Nintendo, but also being offered Nintendo first parties. So different in that way. You have a Halo Infinite review dropping? I do, but I can't say when. And I'm not saying that it's hidden. I'm saying I didn't look at the NDA for exactly when it's due, but it's not for a bit. Melissa B., hope your dad gets better. Going through something with my mom. Hang in there. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. How is your dad? Not, not amazing, unfortunately. Uh, do you think Nintendo... Enjoy your stuff as always. One of the best out there. Keep up the good work. Thank you, HMAN998. Shane says, I would say that those two are not the same target demographic. Yeah, I would agree. Let's see, what else do we got? I know my uh, streaming thing isn't perfect here. My setup, I, I, you know, nothing I do is perfect. But that's just because I want to make sure we all feel, uh, you know, in the same way. If I, if I did everything the way I would want to do it, it would all be perfect. And you guys would just conti consistently be jealous. So that's why I put in artificial mistakes. <laughs> Let's look. What is this? Dying Light. Dying Light 2. Episode five. Who? What are they posting? Oh, that must be like a uh, company. No, that's Rob. Rob Cram. He's a YouTuber. Maybe he posts. Maybe he's doing a podcast on it. I don't know. Quest headsets now make up more than forty percent of Steam VR. Yeah, that's unfortunate, but it does. Moss Book Two release window. I'm pretty sure. I'm hoping. I'm gonna turn this volume down. Is this the mouse one, or a different Moss? Oh, it is the mouse one. Good. Moss is awesome. That's awesome, man. That's that's exciting. So Moss Book 2 is what it's called. Yeah, dude. Moss is awesome. That's good. Glad to see that. What else? Are we getting old here with the news? Jeez, a lot of news happened this week, didn't it? Lucky's Tale, VR, Resistance Annihilation Line, blah, 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 blah. Century Age of Ashes. All right, so going back to the other view. Century Age of Ashes, I wanted to ask you guys. Anybody playing that? 
I think that that game looks incredible. I just have not got a chance to jump in there. But I would like to know what you guys think about Age of Ashes. That's the dragon fighting game. Looks awesome. I love the idea of the specials. Like, one of the dragons can basically just fart out a poison wind behind it, which stuns the other dragons following it. I love the idea of that. I just have not got a chance to check it out. Free to play, so you might as well if you get a chance. Looks graphically awesome. Um, I've been hearing a lot of positive stuff, but I just, you know, I've been too busy. I just haven't, unfortunately, really been able to uh, to sort of get everything locked down with all the family stuff. Uh, hey, CG, hope you're doing well. Thank you very much, Raul. I appreciate it. Uh, Nicholas says, hey, man, just want to say, you're the only game reviewer I trust anything to say about Broken Battlefield getting seven, oh, seven through nines. First of all, thanks for the trust, but trust me. At some point, I'm going to piss you off, and we're not going to agree. So I would say it's cool to trust me, but realize I am just a person. I don't even agree with my own family on everything. So at some point, we're going to disagree. And at some point, I'm going to tease something. Let's just not be personal about it. And uh, I'm just prepping you for the future when we disagree. But I definitely appreciate it. When you look at Battlefield, why did it get the reviews it got? By the way, I'm not pausing because I'm trying to parse my words. I'm actually trying to get a piece of candy. Sevens and nines. No, I don't have an answer. I don't think anything in Battlefield deserves a seven. One of the problems with, guys, one of the problems with this numbering score bullshit, it just kills me, is somebody's going to see a seven for one game and see a seven for another game and then a year later be like, but, but you gave this game a seven and you gave this game a seven. And I'm teasing them, making them sound like they're stupid. But technically, they're sort of right. Uh, it, the numbers don't work. They don't. First of all, I'm going to, I'm going to, let's be brutal about a couple things because this pisses me off. <clears throat> Have you ever had a conversation with a friend? And I need to know this. Absolutely be honest. Don't lie. Don't make things up. Has there ever been a time in your life where you had a friend walk up to you and as you were talking about games, you stated this game is an 8.8. Nobody talks about that stuff. Nobody talks about games that way. I have never in my life, this is not hyperbole, never in my life have I ever, ever sat in a group of friends and somebody said, this game's a B plus. It fucking doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense as a rating scale, but it also language. If you look at the way language is parsed, that doesn't make sense for almost anything. As in, not only games, we're talking anything. People don't fucking talk that way. And if they do, there is such a small segment of people that numbers, it makes no sense, man. And it's difficult to parse. People be like, it's easier to parse. No, it's fucking twice as difficult because numbers don't have a history. There is no history in numbers. If I say this is a seven, what does that mean compared to another seven? What does that mean compared to a seven that is, let's say, half price? What about a double A game? What does that mean for a seven? What does that mean for a triple A game? A seven does not in any way, shape, or form even describe to you, it, it carries no information forward. It appears to, but it's an empty vessel. It's like, it's like, it's one of those sippy cups. You could get the trick cups as a kid where you'd try to drink and it looks like liquid was inside, but it was only in the outer shell. And you'd be like, there's no liquid in this. That's numbered scores. They make no sense. But when somebody says this game is worth getting and you can look at the date, you can look at the date 
and go, boom, this game is worth getting. Here's the date and here was the price. So if the game has dropped in price, it's still worth getting. All that and, and any other type of conversation I could have and add to that would still always make sense with a, with a discussion for a rating that is based upon words, not numbers. If they're based upon words, you can almost always carry data prior. Uh, and it's like the blockchain of reviewing. It, it has the data in the words and you can look at it and say, you know, wait for a sale. I get it. Why do I get it? Because it is on sale. Carrick said, wait for a sale when it was 60, it's 30. Now wait for a sale. Boom. That's the rating. It's 60. It's not on sale. He said, wait for a sale. Boom. It's done. There's no genre information you need. There's none of this, all this bullshit. And that's why all these companies are consistently seeing negatives. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so happy. You can't really aggregate my scores because I've had, listen to this just a couple of weeks ago. I had somebody be like, I don't know if I trust Carrick anymore. He's had a lot of games that got a buy. And I'm like, you are really questioning the success and happiness that I have by luckily playing a couple good games in a row. That's where we are with this discussion. We're at the discussion point now that this person is challenging that a couple games in a row got a buy rating because I was lucky enough to get to play those games in a row. That's where numbered aggregates get you is because people try to ascribe some kind of pattern to them and there isn't a pattern to them. It looks like there is one through 10. That's the pattern. But that pattern is completely and utterly separate from the review. It me it, it does not. It's not connected. Sorry, I got to go off on that. I, f I fucking hate numbered reviews. Um, Best was seeing an ad for Guardians and it was all numbers and then ACG buy. Yes, so if you guys have been noticing, I've been getting on some accolades um, a couple times actually recently on game reviews and they've even said, they're like, dude, in their office, they made an accolade trailer and one of the bigger companies was like, everybody in the entire room. We ran it before we went live and everybody in the room laughed because it was like, you know, blah, 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 game B plus blah, 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 seven, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it'd be like, honestly, very fun seven. And you'd be all, okay, I don't really know what that means. And then at the end, it's almost always just ACG buy <laughs> and it, because they wouldn't put wait for a deep, deep sale in their accolade trailer unless, well, that'd be actually pretty awesome if they did, but it, it is cool. It's been awesome to see those in the accolades trailers. And they always ask me, they always, they always ask, which is always nice. You know, they reach out and they say, Hey, we're thinking about using this. Is that still acceptable at this time? Always been, all the companies have been really good about that. Uh, let's see. The thing with reviews is that they also have to watch someone who matches at least partially with their tastes. The thing with reviewers is that you also have to watch someone who matches at least partially with your tastes. I think that's what you're saying. Humans are good at seeing patterns and will see patterns even when they don't exist. Exactly. So technically, humans are very poor at seeing patterns is what you're saying. Bless you, brother. Keep up. Keep us. Oh, George Carlson. I was like, what? You mean, yeah, George. Does he mean, I mean George Carlin? George Carlin, maybe? Is that what you mean? Honest content. You're fucking dope, brother. Do you know what's messed me up? Just so everybody knows, I didn't just have a stroke in the last one second. It's because he wrote it with a ton of short lettering and phonetics. <laughs> I was just like what? trying to trying to parse that. Are you doing the podcast alone? Today I am. I told the guys, I was like, you know what, man? Who knows how long it'll go? I'm not in the greatest mood. So it's like, I'm just going to throw it up here. And uh, 
If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I figured, you know what, you guys, you guys might have something fun to talk about. Figured that was worth it. Yeah, Mountain Dew, by the way. Oh, oh, look at that. Speaking of trick sippy cups. Sage says, it's weird. Literally the only reviewer whose words I ever take into account. I make my own decision ultimately, but not going to watch Dreamcast Guy for an honest upfront review. Hmm. I don't know. I like Dreamcast Guy's stuff. I don't know if I would say I agree, but I do like a lot of stuff. Black Magic. Crystal Mountain Dew. Yeah, man. This year's been rough. Looking at games... It's been a rough year, man. Multiplayer. When you guys brought up multiplayer. And, uh, man, it, it, it has been rough, dude. It, just like looking at them. There hasn't really been Age of, uh, Age of Ashes appears to be good. So that's your multiplayer game, right? I guess. I love your podcast. Thank you very much. I don't agree with him often, but I really appreciate appreciate how honesty is despite popular opinion. Greetings from Croatia. I love these. Greetings from Croatia. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love it when somebody just in a place that prior to like the internet and shit where a person would never have any contact other than like if I wrote a book or something like that. Somebody saying hello from Croatia. That's fucking awesome to me. That is so awesome. Karu says, how about reviewing reviewers with a read, don't read, take with a grain of salt? No, nah, no, I'm not reviewing other reviewers. I'm not doing your job for you. Not doing your job for you. I think we're in this spot right now because of a lot of gamers being really lax with what they will believe, whether it's somebody blowing shit out of proportion, making a game seem so bad when you're like, is it that bad? Or... Making a game seem so good when you're like, is it so good? We're in this position, and I'm not blaming any of you guys, but I am just saying at this point, um, yeah, it's. I think everybody just sort of does what they do now. I know it was more of a joke, but I just figured I'd answer. Emerald Celestial, what's your PC setup these days? I have one PC with a 2080 Ti, the other with a 3080, 3090, 3080. So pretty happy. With the PC side, not happy that you still can't get perfect 40 or per perfect 60 FPS 4K on some games. And by the way, I mean on ultra settings. You hear a lot of people be like, I get fucking 16K with my 2080 Ti, blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, on ultra settings? Oh, no, no, no. With everything turned down and a hack to run it super low. And I'm like, well, dude, you can't. That's just like numbered scores. There's no data in that original comment. If you're going to say what resolution and frame rate, you have to say the settings. Otherwise, it makes no fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense at all, unless it's a console game. And even then, if it's performance rating or quality rating, you have to give that out because there's a lot of FUD that can be spread. A lot. Have some eggnog with me, Carrick. Thank you, Kel, for the $5 super chat. I do have some eggnog, but, um, you know, got, sort of holding off right now on, on the eggnog until we get a little closer. Ooh, somebody likes Happy Console Gamer. Excellent. Happy Console Gamer is awesome. Uh, Fitzel says, hey, any headset recommendations for next-gen consoles? If you mean audio headsets, oh, sure. Any, I mean, if you're looking for comfort, just get a hyper 
whatever the Hyper Z, whatever Cloud Two, I think is what they're called. The Cloud series is ridiculously comfortable. They're like ninety bucks, and I have so many, so many headsets, and almost all the time I'm wearing these or I'm wearing those. You know, just like comfort matters more than anything. Here's the thing: it's it's almost like having a race car to go and get groceries. It it might be fun all the time. It might be fun a couple times, but there are some restrictions to doing so. So what happens is you get this headset that maybe sounds amazing, but isn't super comfortable. At some point, I just sort of step away from it. I'm like, great, it is. They do sound amazing. But when your ears hurt, when they're hot, when your ears are fatigued, you used to see this years ago when I do podcasts where I'd be rubbing because there were some that I didn't have the proper fit. That shit kills me, man. So... Everyone type hello from Croatia. No, instead type hello to Croatia because we're all here. He already said hello. Um, I've discovered two YouTube personalities that I trust and it's you and fight and fighting cowboy. Yeah, you know what's even, what's cool about fighting cowboy is we'll talk behind the scenes and a lot of times we're not at disagreement because he plays games for a different reason than I do. He's looking for games that he can do long videos on and do let's plays where maybe I'll play a game and be like, I'm not, you know, I'm done. But what's funny about him is he's very open about people having different uh, levels of expertise on stuff than others. And there was like there was a time in, in Twitter, and this is one of the reasons why I like talking to him. There's a time in Twitter recently where we're talking about a game, and I, I was bitching about the audio. I was like, man, the fucking audio cues on this are all warped. You know, this is not working, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know what? I didn't notice that, but you're the guy who notices that stuff, and I totally appreciate it. Like, it was cool because you're just like, okay, I get it. You know, that's like we we come at games from a different level, but I get it that that dude will know something about a fighting game. I'll have reviewed the game, put 120 hours in, and I'll be talking to him and be like, well, did you do the double burst upside down flip multi insta parry with the plus 10 ice shield that only instigates itself on the first Thursday of every single month that starts with an A? And I'll be like, no, no to all of that. No at the very starting, but no to that entire sentence. I didn't do any, what are you even fucking talking about? And that's, what's cool is his expertise is at a different level, but it's not reviewing stuff level. It's, um, it's how, it's how to experience one thing at a deeper level, level, if you already like it. And I think that's cool. Cause sometimes he'll be playing a game too. And fighting cowboy would be like, eh, not into it. Fighting Cowboy is very hard to gauge when he's enjoying something. He said he has the same expression. Yeah. Fighting Cowboy has a resting poop look, right? Fighting Cowboy, best game ever. Fighting Cowboy absolutely hates the game. There you go. It is true. It is true. I mean, he'll laugh with friends because we, we played games together and we laugh. But it is true that he's got, he's just, he's just stone-faced on everything. Oh, uh, let's see. What else do we got? I've been satisfied with the official Microsoft wireless headset. Not an audiophile, so I find it pretty good. Listen, there's some terrible uh, headsets out there. But for the most part, what you're getting now is basic level, 70 and above. When you jump in there, they're pretty good no matter what. And then you just go up from there. We're at a good place with audio, I think. I think we're, as somebody who, I will say this. And this is not a brag, but it's the only way I can describe it. And so it's going to sound like a brag, but it's not. It's it's the only way to, to explain it is to say what's, what's happened in the past. Nobody talked about audio. So 
there were a couple things that when I started, I was pretty proud of starting, like give it a thumbs down. That used to never be said or um, shouting out another person at the starting of my review, whether it be Happy Console Gamer, Dreamcast Guy or, or Fighting Cowboy and being like, hey, here's my review. But if you want a different those things are more normal now. Another thing that I've noticed is a lot of people started to cover sound lately, but they they don't know sound. And it that's I will say when we talk about reviewers, reviewing reviewers, I would never review a reviewer, but there have been a couple times where I've like DM'd somebody and been like, hey, what you said, it may have been your experience, but let me describe to you why you might have thought what you were hearing was this because a lot of people want to cover everything. So if they see FPS, they start talking about FPS. If they hear sound discussed, they start discussing sound. And I got to tell you, there's only been like maybe one or two that hit sound religiously uh, correct through their review. In fact, there might not even be that. It's very difficult to hit sound correct because you have to do testing that I think most people don't want to do. And, uh, and I luckily enough have it set up. So that's not a brag. It's just that that's the one thing as somebody who does audio, I've noticed multiple people starting to add audio in, but, but what they're saying a lot of times I'm like, Necromunda was one where people were like, audio was perfect. That game was, that game was borked beyond all belief of Valhalla. Valhalla had super compressy audio. Um, and people were like, it's perfect. And you know. And some people just downright copied the review format, and I'm okay with that because to me that just means, hey, they they listened. But um, there's been a couple people where, like, they'll do a long-form format and they start talking about audio, and I'm like, mm, might not want to do that right now until you, until you come up on that. And that's only because I just want people to get the correct data. Mealy says, hey, what's up, ACG? From all your reviews and Walk in the Walk Great Series question, do you think review embargoes contribute to this wave of unfinished games? No. No, almost, almost zero connection between embargoes and unfinished games. In fact, I would go so far as to say in the entire time that I've been reviewing, that is a myth and it is not connected uh, to the embargo time and an unfinished game. It can't. You, if you're asking about the release date being forced on a developer team, because they've stated this is when we'll get done and it wasn't when they get done, that is possible. But I will say one thing. A lot of people will be like, I blame the publisher. I've had developers on the channel who will tell you, they've stated it on my channel in the podcast, very open people, that it's like, if you have publisher at the end of your name, it doesn't mean you're a bad guy. If you have developer, doesn't mean you're a good guy. If you have AAA, not, doesn't mean you're instantly a bad guy. If you have indie, doesn't instantly mean you're a good guy. Humans are humans. There's been a lot of times where developer development teams have informed the the creators of the deadlines where they were headed and what they were doing and when they would get to a certain date and they didn't meet it. And yet the entire way in which everything was working, it still had to release on that date. That is not 100% the publisher's fault. And I think that it's nice because we all want to pretend the little guy is getting hammered for no reason. And that's not always true. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's more true or less true. I'm just saying there, sometimes there's benefit of the doubt there. Let's see, when you're playing games, do you prefer high FPS and smoothness or higher graphics? Depends on the game, but most of the time FPS, unless the game looks like absolute dog shit. Just drop by to like the video and say hello. Thank you, Silva. 
Sorry that I can't stay, but I love the podcast. Appreciate it. Swamp Swamp Walker says, Carrick, why are release dates even announced anymore? I was thinking about this when I read about Starfield's date. Uh, they're announced because PR companies, uh, development companies, everybody needs something to aim for. If there is no ending to your race, why is anybody putting boats in the water? And this isn't, sorry guys. I mean, you guys know me. I'll say the, the idea, I know that people are expecting me to fight the good fight all the time, but I'm much more into fighting the realistic fight and be factual, even if it makes you uncomfortable. And that sucks because I've had people leave. They'll be like, I don't like this or that. And be like, well, that's, you know, that the truth does suck sometimes. People will say, oh, it's investors, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, many of these companies aren't privately invested there or, or publicly, sorry, at all. So you can't say that. And that's one of the first things you'll see is, oh, it must be an investors. It's like, dude, uh, what are you talking about? Half of these games don't have investors at all. Has nothing to do with that. So then you remove that. And then you get into... Um, timelines where people are like, well, just let them work on it forever. Humans do work better with a timeline. They do. For the most part, humans do. Even creatives, by the way, you'll talk to a lot of creatives, creatives I've had on the channel who will flatly state, they will flatly state, I work better if somebody tells me I have until next week. If you give me two weeks, I won't do the work until the day before. That's a lot of humans work that way. So deadlines, embargoes, uh, uh, published dates. You got to get ready. You got to tell reviewers or companies that the shit will be on your store shelves too. So let me give you an example of all of the idiosyncrasies real quick. Remove investors for just a moment. Think about it this way. You need to tell digital stores that they need to make a spot for your game and when. You need to tell them when those sales are going to happen. You need to make sure that the PR is prepared to show your stuff. What if there is a event of some kind, an indie event of some kind? That indie event needs to know what game is coming when so they can decide if they want to put your game in an indie event showcase or a AAA showcase, E3, the Game Awards. That is the minutia. That is like three things. And there's probably 1,000 other things that have nothing to do with this bloviated investor kind of thing. And I get it that investors, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you can say, these guys are the bad guys, and this is the entire reason why everything bad happens. Not so, not so true. Not so true. Bombard says, nobody ACG is pro-crunch sarcasm. Yeah, exactly. I do know some developers who are pro-crunch too. Uh, and that's their... They're not in big companies. They're by themselves. And some humans do work that way. So I'll give it up to them and say that, you know, sometimes people do work a certain way. Um, let's see. Uh, possibly this is out of topic. Do you think we will see PS5 backwards compatibility with PS3 and older? No. PS3 has a lot of issues with backwards compatibility, cell architecture. In particular with the cell architecture, the one thing I did hear just recently uh, with a GDC, I believe, is they said the way they use the cell on the PS3 um, and how fast those cells were, but they had very little memory, but they were very fast on some things to get that replicated overall in a lar in, in, in a backwards compatibility shell is actually difficult in some games because your actual latencies start changing your latencies for buffers for, uh, what's appearing when and stuff on the timetable and how you're putting it out into the graphics, how the controller input is. And in the long run, Depending on how used the cell processors were, it can be a little bit more difficult to make something backwards compatible. And that makes sense uh, because you can transfer that directly to the Xbox 360, which had a buffer on the video card of, I think, 10 megabytes for the texture buffer, if I remember right. It had a special 
had a special memory, and that alone caused issues. And that was just a buffer, one. So you can tell how difficult it can be. Without a deadline, you could work indefinitely. Look at Duke Nukem. <laughs> also, investors, publicly traded gaming companies have very little influence into the day-to-day. -day. Yeah, for the most part. Mark says, what happens to a lot of game companies? They make a hit, they get bought out, and give a massive budget for the next game. Yeah, well, that happens with movies too, right? With movies where you get that sequel, and you're like, the sequel ain't as good as the original. Unless it's Superman 2, by the way. The original Superman, and I'm talking the good old Superman movie. And then you had Superman 2, which was Zod and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. I can't even remember the other people's names. That was a good movie. Man, that was like 86 and shit. That was ancient. Some of you guys weren't even swimming around in your dad's testicles. Perfect example, Destiny 2 got worse and more greedy and less content when they broke away from Activision. Little secret for everybody. The issues with Bungie had nothing to do with Microsoft Nothing to do with Activision, as this person just stated. It all had to do with Bungie. Bungie has their issues internally, and they're only now coming out in some discussion videos and a couple other things. But people, like even people I knew who, one or two who worked, you know, not even fully in the company, but helping out on specific things, were like, dude, people are going to blame Microsoft for years for this or for that or whatever. But a lot of it was just Bungie. Creatives, right? When you're creative, even myself, when you're creative, it can be rough sometimes to try to interact with other people when you want to do your thing and you want to, and the, somebody's telling you you can't or you don't have the ability and you're like, well, fuck you then. That's sort of what we got. Just depends on exactly uh, what you expect from your creatives. Tristan, $10 super chat. I've been playing Outriders and I'm having a blast. Have you checked out the new update? If not, uh, will you check it out when the new big update comes out next year? Tristan, Thank you very much for the $10 super chat. Possibly, but that possibly, if we changed it to a rating score, would be a one. Chances, one to 10, a one. Probably not. I probably won't check out. out. Listen, listen. Outriders uh, had some stuff it did right. But even with fixes, those things it does right do not call me back to play that versus chess uh, on Tabletop Simulator. That's just the honest truth. I would much rather play chess. In fact, somebody was asking me what games I return to. Chess. Doesn't matter if it's on Google, whatever. I'll play chess for hours. Hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours I will play chess. And uh, I'll probably return to that. Abbreviated reviews. There's Indio, also part of the Discord and the family for years. You think Blizzard is ever going to turn it around or are they just going to keep slipping? Man, dude. I don't know, right? Dude, Blizzard is, I have no clue in yo, man. It's gone from, it's so weird, especially you and other people who've been in the industry for a long period of time. It's so crazy to see that fall and, and, and all the other things around Activision change. I mean, everything from WoW being the shit, no one could come close to WoW. And you had people behind the scenes being like, dude, Final Fantasy, uh, you know, 14 is pretty good. But people are like, it's WoW. You know, it's always this, it's always that. And, and they screwed up enough times that finally it just sort of snapped and you had people finally listening. And the reason why that is the old, you know, myth, which isn't true, by the way, is that, you know, a, a frog left in a slowly boiling pot will not leap out. 
But humans are that way sometimes. You hear it in marriage counseling where you'd be like, oh my God, it's this bad. Like, And people will be like, I didn't know it was this bad. Or you hear it in their living situation. They don't really know it was this bad until they look back and they look at it and go, fuck, this is terrible. What happened there was it boiled to a point and then you had somebody, and I mean this, there's probably a person that if you were used AI, you could track it back to a person who stated, I'm going to check out Final Fantasy 14. It could have been somebody who uh, was a guild leader. It, 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 you can say it's like a, a YouTuber. I actually don't believe that because YouTubers and, and Twitch streamers, they, they can definitely adjust things. But there's this groundswell that happens internally where I think those people are actually impervious to Twitch and YouTube because they don't listen to them already because they believe the thing that they believe. And so if a YouTuber tells them they're wrong, they'll just be like, fuck you, I'm right. So internally, this group within a group, this subset, this cult of, wow, let's say, somebody in there one day was like, let's check something else out. And boom, you get this explosion and now everybody's moved to other games and it's great. I wish it happened prior. Secret World, one of the best MMOs I've ever played, you know, missed out. It's not gonna, it's not gonna see that success that I would have loved for it to see because WoW was sucking up the money for so many years. So many years. How do you avoid burnout from reviewing games? Um, well, I don't. I mean, I'm sure it happens. Burnout happens, but like with my dad's stuff, family stuff, you know, like our car got totaled all in like one week, like seven things happened that might burn me out, but it doesn't burn me out in a way where I'm like, Oh man, I don't want to review games anymore. It just, even I have, even I run into a point where I don't have any more energy. Most people are always joke about me, like never, you know, shutting down. That's true to a point, but at some point you simply can't handle anymore. And some people's levels are lower. Mine's quite high, but I would say this year has been the worst year. And this year has been the worst year also for YouTube. Um, YouTube's done a, a bunch of crazy shit, uh, or you do a video and you're like, this video should pop. You know, people are going to love this video, right? And it doesn't do, and, and it's not even that it doesn't pop just for you. There's been a couple videos where the biggest IGN, who notoriously by far the leader of reviews, usually I'm in second or third place. I'm very happy with that because IGN's just always going to have the most vi the most views. They have the most. And you'd be looking at it, you'd be like, their video views are very low on this game. What's going on? Because this game was supposed to be a Sony uh, exclusive, let's say, or a, a PS exclusive or something like that. And you're like, how is this How is this not working out? What's going on? That can be really disturbing, not because it's money, because to me, I don't make a lot of money on video anymore at all. I made $11 on my Halo preview, 11 bucks, because uh, uh, YouTube has me in some weird thing. I don't think they like my cussing. But basically, when I upload a video now, it stays in checking for days. And YouTube ne or Halo never came out. So the Halo preview you guys watched never came out of checking, which means I don't get any money from that. Um, or I get much less. I got $11 from that. And it's at like 300,000 views or something. So it's not that. It's just you. sometimes you'll feel like you missed your audience. You'll be like, did I not hit them where they wanted to be? Like, was this not what's happening because normally people would click it. And then what I hear from people is they're like, I didn't get your videos. Like for example, if you guys, everybody in here goes and checks, if you're subscribed, you probably are because you got 
a notification. But look at your notification bell. Does it say all? Does it say some? What have you? But outside of you guys, the number of people that I have had contact me and say, dude, I was unsubscribed from you for sure. Not via me. Like the one guy was in the military, by the way. So listen to how crazy this is. He was on a six month engagement. No one had his computer. It was closed. He comes back. He's un, he's unsubscribed. YouTube does some weird shit in the background. That can be rough. Carrick, would you appear on GT G4 TV attack of the show? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see what else. What are you thinking about the battlefield 42 dissatisfaction? We already talked about battlefield 42 a lot. Um, yeah, YouTube's a mess, man. It's a weird time, but you know, whatever it is, what it is. What games are you guys going to play this one? Is there any game in December you guys are interested in? You can't say Halo. You can't say Halo. Lance says, I've been subscribed for years. I never get notifications. Yeah. I'm subscribed with the bell and has never alerted to today's podcast. Yep. That's so weird, man. So weird. Gunk, gunk, dude, gunk. This is crazy. I'm going to check out Star Wars online. Good for you. Gunk chorus. Returning to Bioshock. Good for you. Gunk. Oh, this is awesome. This is so cool. I would never have expected gunk to be on this list. See, this is why I think, man, hopefully that game doesn't disappoint because there's a lot of people looking for that game. This is insane to read. Sup. Thank you, Aston, for the $10 super chat. Thank you. I love the stickers, by the way. I'm a misuser of stickers in my Discord. I'm sure everybody fucking hates it, but... Finish up Guardians. Somebody's doing new videos. I'm going to try it because it's on Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass is the bomb. You can just jump in if you like it. Hey, you scored. Gunk, another one. Solar Ash. Scotty R, what's going on? Just stopped in to say word. Appreciate you. Scotty has been around for... Scotty was one of the first... Scotty was one of the first uh, patrons ever, I believe. Now that I think about it, Scotty might have been the first... Scotty, were you the first patron? You had to be. I think Scotty was. Scotty and I have known each other for six and a half years now. Thank you very much for still sticking around, man. Even my own family wouldn't stick around. After six or seven years, my own mo mother was like, dude, get rid of this guy. Gunk looks to be an open world Luigi's Mansion or Slime Rancher. These are interesting thoughts on Gunk, man. Danowin says, oh, Gunk, that one looks pretty cool. What the fuck? That's, this, is, this is not what I expected to... This is not what I expected, man. Not at all. Wow. I feel that it's going to be like Kina. I mentioned that in the review uh, in the uh, in the December video. That is also what I mean. What I what I think is that if it does well, it could have a Kina feel to it. It may do terribly, right? But been around for three years and loving it. Yeah. How long have you guys been around? That'd be interesting to know. How long have you guys been around? Somebody else is checking out Phoenix. If you guys haven't checked out Phoenix. Immortals, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. I'm telling you, it's well worth it. How do you feel about YouTube this G? This G? This year? I already stated it sucks. I think you're saying this year. Are you looking forward to the new Last of Us show? 
No. I'll watch it, though. Guys, one thing you're going to hear about me, and I get a lot of shit for this, I don't really look forward to a lot of stuff. I don't look... And, and that's not, uh, oh, I want to be cool. It's because if I look forward to it, I might miss other stuff, what have you. I'm very free in, like, what pops into my head. And I'll certainly note something down, but I won't sit there and be like, oh, man, I can't wait. Uh, some movies, I might do that. But overall, I do not do that for TV shows ever. And for games, almost never. There's the, a couple games. I was a little bit for Cyberpunk, but then about six months prior to Cyberpunk coming out, I'd sort of already stepped back. So... I'm still loving Halo Infinite multiplayer. Yeah, man. Dude, Halo Infinite multiplayer has its issues. We can't deny it. The developers aren't denying it. But the core gameplay? Pretty fucking cool. Gladius Remake. I would fucking kill to see that. Newbie here, but tuned in every time. Favorite podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm actually quite surprised so many people like the podcast because uh, we'll admit, you know, we're not as, you know, we're not... I know some are just based around humor. Ours are based around camaraderie of being together for five, six years. Those are everyone, everybody in the podcast has been a patron or a part of the, you know, the channel for years. And so sometimes we're not as like happy go lucky puppetry that you might see. And we certainly aren't algorithm. What's the term? Algorithm friendly. So because I just don't, I'm not very good at the algorithm. It's very hard to know. Taskmaster, why are PlayStation 5 still selling out? Not many games are available. Because, I mean, artificial scarcity is, is a thing. Like, it's it's for sure a thing. And that's okay, because some people really do want a PlayStation 5. But the number of people I know who want PlayStation 5s just to have one so that they can play a PlayStation 5 game, if a PlayStation 5 game they want to play comes out, is high. If not, almost 100% of those people. It's really odd now. Listen to the podcast every day. Just found out this summer. Also, remember we're on uh, we're on Spotify as well and iTunes. If you guys don't get a chance, Game Pass is the true game of the year. <laughs> it's true, right? It's true. Let's look at some more news. Let's see here. See if there's anything else that I can that I can talk about here and absolutely have nothing important to say. Did you guys see this? Twenty percent of Xbox Game Cloud gamers are playing using touch controls. I am a part of that. I feel proud. Now, I do use non-touch controls as well, but I got to tell you, there's been a couple games I've been playing on Game Pass with touch controls that I have not been unhappy with and been enjoying the shit out of myself. Podcast is amazing. Production value quality isn't the best, but the value comes from the honesty. Yeah. Yeah, production. What do you mean? This is my house, man. This is not a green screen. Hang on. Now nah, you can still tell it's a green screen. I just don't have the money, man. Dude, I had somebody who's setting up a podcast. They've they don't even have a YouTube channel, and they've spent about five grand on their studio, five thousand dollars. And I'm like, ah, uh, that's I just I don't even know how to come at that, man. That's insane. Some people just have more money than me, I guess. What's your hot take on PlayStation's planned Game Pass competitor? Hey, we hear about it every year. It's never happened. So my my personal opinion is, whenever it comes, that's great. They're going to have to do a lot of going to have to do a lot of deals to make it worth anything. And I don't mean that some people might not find some worth, but I mean anything game changing. Oh, let's see. I played most of them. Tell me why with touch controls. Yeah. Tell me why, dude. 
So tell me why disappeared, right? It's so strange because that game, I think tell me why. So if you if you look at Life is Strange, Oxenfree, those games I've talked about, tell me why is probably, so you have Life is Strange 1 and then maybe tell me why is the next for me and then Life is Strange uh, True Colors might be next. Tell me why just sort of came and went, man. It, and And that bothered me. And it's like, that game is awesome. More people should have checked Tell Me Why. That game is great. You understand the algorithm and the optimization better than most creators in your segment. You're just getting fucked by rampant demonetization. Yeah, probably. Might be true. Might not be. I don't know. Been around for two years now and still come here for the reviews first. Thank you very much. Watching since 2016. Love the podcast. Catching up on the Halo campaign before infinite release. Also, Hunt Showdown. Good for you. Hunt Showdown, another game. Here's the thing, guys. This is an awesome time. If you ever have a moment where you're like, there's nothing new coming out, that's awesome. Write that down and then go look at shit you might have missed because Hunt, uh, Hunter Call of the Wild, uh, the hunting game I used to stream all the time, that's another game that people missed. Go check those out because I can tell you right now, not only will they probably be on sale, but you may end up finding out that returning to a game that maybe you've played multiple times versus jumping into one of these brand new games might be ultimate re ultimately rewarding for you. And I feel like especially uh, Hunt Call of the Wild is a game that a lot of people are like hunting. I'm not sure if I like hunting. Trust me, man. The game is beautiful. It is gorgeous. There's a... Whoa, almost let something slip there. There's a, there's a reason why people are looking at that company and that engine for other games. I'll just say that. So you've got that. And then you've got Hunt uh, uh, Hunt Showdown. Fantastic, man. That game's audio is primo. If you want to hear amazing audio that you can parse because not too much shit's going on, Hunt Showdown. Right now. Like, that's the game you could turn on. And if you trying to figure out why I like audio in a game, Hunt Showdown's probably one of the best examples of good audio in a game. Went back to State of Decay. Look at that. Look at that. That's That's awesome, man. That's a state of decay. That's like, I dig that game. I know it's crunchy. Uh, the original had an FPS that was like preteens, you know, like a old, like that shit was like 12. A lot of times <laughs> FPS in that game was terrible, but man, I dig the systems and the inner working of those systems in state of decay. It's just so good, man. And it's awesome that you're honest and you come from the gamer's perspective because uh, gamer legends never die. That's true. We just stick around like herpes. You think they're gone, right? You're like, oh, ACG, he's gone. And then I show back up an infection that you have to fight. What do you play as background chill game without reviewing brains on? Hunt. Uh, and you know what? I do a lot of reading, a lot of writing. Teach martial arts twice a week lift weights. So a lot of my stuff when it's not games that are I'm reviewing are some side games and then a lot of activity stuff. I got five dogs. Got to keep them dogs. Got to got to keep them dogs busy. Most memorable gaming. Yeah, everybody. What's your most memorable gaming uh, or gaming related Christmas present you ever got or birthday present? So in the chat, what is your most memorable gaming present for either Christmas or for a birthday? And mine is the Atari 2600, for sure. I remember getting that. That was expensive, man. We weren't well off. We we did well in, uh, my dad was a, a fisherman. I ran a fish plant, so we did well during winter. Summers were pretty rough. My mom also 
uh, worked as a middle school secretary. So summers, there was no pay. Now there is. There's something called PERS, and they, they average out your pay as long as you're employed through all 12 months. But that wasn't the way it was. So we were raw, man. Like, we'd go from eating Pizza Hut occasionally to fucking, no lie, tuna fish, you know, chunked tuna fish, no mayonnaise, no, no whatever you may put on the bread. Just tuna fish on a piece of white bread. That was our meal. And I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm poorer than you. I'm just saying that's the fluctuation we had. And one Christmas, my dad must have saved up, but we got an Atari 2600. And he watched us one time and he could not understand what was going on. He's like, this is, my dad was physical. He's hands on. He is not a, a gamer. And he watched this little square. It was probably combat, I would assume. And uh, Dragonfire might have been out at that point. No, it wasn't out at that point. And we were playing it. And I remember he watched. We had a good time. But he was watching because he loved his kids. He was like, you know, and he was a hard worker. He still worked every day. So Christmas Day, he went into work. Christmas Eve, he, he would work. But he came in. And I remember he watched us at a smile on his face. Never again. Never again. Just games were not for him. He's also the guy that I've told the story. Well, he'll go to a horror movie with my mom because my mom loves horror movies. She loves scary movies. My dad, we were watching The Grudge, which isn't necessarily super scary, but it's got some creepy parts. You'd look over at my dad during The Grudge and he's just like, no movement. Like his brain was like, this has nothing to do with fish, real life, cold in the morning, or, or, or what I need to do tonight. So therefore my brain is not taking in any data. It was awesome. It was awesome. He could do humor, but for whatever horror, man, that dude did not fucking move. My mom would watch, my mom loved like pinhead, uh, uh, Hellraiser. So Hellraiser would come on and be like, you know, your suffering will be legendary even in hell. And my dad's sitting there and probably like, then you haven't fished at four fucking clock in the morning when it's 32 below. You know, he's just, that's the type of guy he was. He was just, there was no movement. It, it, it was a funny movie. It was fine. He loved Leslie Nielsen. He loved Naked Gun. Loves. I'm not talking about him in the past tense, um, but he loves those kind of things. But man, no movement ever for horror stuff. It, it just, it didn't work. It's just like, that guy is the guy I would want, by the way. If something terrible was happening, like if demons were attacking, yeah, un unimpressed fisherman. That's my dad. If demons were attacking, my dad would be the person I would want with me because he would just quietly load his 300 Winchester and just be like, fucking demon chasing him down. He's like, you are not real. <laughs> it's just, he probably, they'd probably die. It's just hilarious, man. What's the grudge about? A uh, demon in a, uh, kills a school kid and, uh, was that the one with the guy who played in Independence Day as the president, Bill Pullman? I think Grudge 1 might have been Bill Pullman investigating it. I could be wrong. I might be Grudge 2. I I personally liked it, but I mean, I didn't, wasn't in love with it, but yeah. Critters. Ooh, some of these are good movies you guys are talking about. I remember renting the N64. So reading some of your guys, N64, uh, GoldenEye 64 was the best present. My dad never learned how to program the VCR. That's the difference. My dad loved technology, just not games. My dad was one of the first to have beta. My dad was one of the first to have uh, a VCR, and he had a VCR with a wire to the remote. That's how ancient this fucker was. If you guys don't remember that, there was no Wi-Fi between the remote and the VCR. It was quite literally a fucking wire, man. 
Oh, dude, that guy he cracks me up. It's just fucking like he loves technology, but man, he doesn't want to deal with it. it it's just it, 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 it shows and stuff like that. It was fine. But games mm -mm. is just like, no, not for me. Uh, let's see. Demon tries to cast fear on unimpressed fishermen. Yeah, I should make like a, a Magic the Gathering card for unimpressed fishermen. Just it's not real. It's not real. I remember <laughs> we were building. My dad builds built the side of our house too. So we had a house with three bedrooms, and he built a next story up. And this is back in the day when people just built shit. They, I don't know if it was like genetic. But they just picked up on shit later. They didn't have to necessarily just be a carpenter. But he was really good. And uh, we're, you, we're putting two by fours in. And I hear my dad go, ouch. And my dad, he would cuss if something like smashed a finger. But the way he said ouch seemed odd to me. And my mom goes, Stan, something wrong? And he's like, yeah, I have a splinter. This is not a fucking lie. I've been, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. My dad's splinter, here's a paint paint spinner my dad's splinter went from the tip of his finger past his thumb knuckle under the flesh it was a huge split he couldn't and he kept this fucker was like i got a splinter in my thumb i'm like that's not a splinter that is a two by four that's under your thumb and he kept trying to bend his thumb he's like mm, it's stuck under there it's stopping i'm like dude what are you doing we're gonna take you to the hospital he's like no we don't know i'll just i'll just fucking pull it out and i'm like no no no. we need to go to the hospital pull it out and he's like yeah and he just kept trying to bend it we go into the hospital and they're like, um, that's, yeah, that's, that's a quite a massive splinter. When we pull it out, it's going to bleed. And he's like, all right, go ahead and just do it. And they're like, okay, so we're going to give you a shot. Uh, they, you know, they have to give you a, all, all the kinds of shots back then. I'm, I don't even know if it was a tetanus shot, but they give him a shot and they pull it out and he just squeezes his thumb and he's like, all right, let's go. And we've still got to, we've still got like 45, two by fours to deliver. Blah, blah, blah. It's just, and he wrapped it up, man. He just wrapped it up. That dude was born again hard, man. All those, that's one of the things I always respect when you meet somebody like that. You meet somebody who has dealt with shit and you're like, oh man, my arm hurts because, you know, I was outside with my guy friends throwing the football and the dude's like, yeah, my arm hurts too, but that's because I was shot by a 50 caliber. But, you know, it was just a grazing wound. It just blew my entire rotator cuff off. And you're like, Jesus, okay. Um, have you checked out? 8-Bit Christmas. No, I don't know what that is. I haven't heard of that. Any predictions about the next installment of the Doom franchise? Negative. Haven't heard about that. Daylight is burning. Yeah, that was my dad, man. Daylight is burning. I remember we would go out and get our own wood for the log. Uh, log. Um, we have a furnace or whatever, a, a fireplace. We would go out and get our own log, logs, and that was it. You had to get a cord of wood, and it didn't matter what time of day it was, man. It could be 3 a.m., and that fucker would still be like, we don't have the full cord yet. Uh, that's how people used to be, man. My dad was a coal miner. Tough as hell, yeah. Yeah, they have their own issues. I want to make sure. that was My dad wasn't a hugger. He, my dad was one of those guys that's like, I love you. You could tell he loved you because you weren't fed to wolves. Like that, was, <laughs> like that was my dad. He's like, I haven't killed you yet. I haven't used you for firewood. And the wolves haven't got you. Therefore, there's your love. It, it took him quitting that job, took a while for him to like sort of be able to express himself. But, you know, that's just the way it is. People have different jobs. Movie about getting a Nintendo late 80s. Christmas story. I don't know what that one is. My grandfather was a pipe fitter. Yeah, dude. Those are the type of people, by the way. I know that some of that data is going away. But, man, if you ever have a friend whose dad has done a lot of building stuff... 
learn whatever you can from them. It'll always, it'll always end up, you know, helping out. Norky, dude broke his back, his neck and was pissed, not in pain, but pissed he had to go to the hospital. Yeah, that is my dad. Yeah. When he did, when he broke his neck, it took two hours before he told my mom. He was up from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. and he was mad. He was mad. He was like, he woke her up and she's like, what are you bitching about? And he's like, something's wrong with my neck. We fucking got to go to the hospital. And they took him in and they're like, yeah, you broke your neck. And he was just so mad. He was so mad it was going to slow him down. He's just, that dude is belligerent towards injuries. It's just like, God damn it. Now we're not going to be able to blah, blah, blah. He's just like, dude, you broke your neck, man. I mean, you're old enough. That shit will happen. My grandfather punched a horse in the head. <laughs> uh, they were built. They were built from a different time. Um, let's see. What else do we have? I don't have free games. I don't have uh, a list of free games. This, this podcast, unfortunately, now that I think about it. Yeah. I don't have a list of free games, but go check them out. Remember you got uh, you have Amazon Prime. Reg would have read this. You got Xbox. You got PS Plus, uh, and you have. There's one more. I'm forgetting free games. So make sure to check them out. You can get some gaming in. Uh, that'll be it for me. I think we're at 12:30. I've wasted you guys' times enough. I do want to say thank you everybody for the uh, for the super chats, but also just thanks for hanging out. You never, you know. Never quite know how many people want to show up, but it's definitely nice of people to show up and, and yak. Um, apologize that, you know, it hasn't been as riveting in the past couple of weeks. We've missed a week. Last week's was a little slow. Try to get it back on course. Just a lot of weird shit going on. You know how it is with family and stuff like that. I did DM everybody in the Discord. I got some people. Everybody's been great in the Discord, but I know at some point you don't want to get consistent updates. So I've only done two. Uh, but I do want to say thanks for nobody being a jackass. But I want to make sure people understood I wasn't just, you know, running away with their Discord or with their uh, patron money. But, you know, we had to put a couple things on hold. You'll see Halo Infinite review. Uh, you'll see any videos I can do about December games I'm going to try to do next week. So possibly a, you know, games you might miss in December, please don't. You'll probably see there is the video on NFTs and blockchain. Uh, it's a very detailed video. And that is coming out. It's a little different than what I normally do, but it's to sort of describe to you guys why blockchain NFTs aren't bad, but why I think for game development, there's a shit ton of stuff to worry about. And uh, I'm pretty harsh, to be brutally honest, on a lot of NFT games that are out. And I know a lot of investors will be bothered by that, but I fucking am not an investor channel. I'm a gamer channel. So I can tell them to fuck off. I absolutely don't care if they're mad. It's not my job to pretend that a game is good so that more people invest in a Ponzi scheme below me. So that video video is pretty harsh on some, some stuff. And then let's see. I don't know. Christmas stream for sure. So Christmas Day, if you guys get a chance, uh, check it out. Does anybody have any questions before we wrap this up? I ain't got time to bleed. Just reading here. How's dad doing? He's, he's getting in there. He's doing okay. Uh, let's see. Just trying to see if I've missed any questions. I don't think I have. Daniel Dutton, I did miss a super chat. I apologize. 450 super chat. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. Bullsheet says, how did Death Loop get 10 out of 10? It's crazy. Who knows? Who knows? It's a question that I can't answer, man. I wish I could. Did you ever try your hand against the escapists? I don't know what that is. Diet Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew Zero? Diet Mountain Dew. Sorry. That's just the way it is. You're my first choice on Spotify, so thank you. 
Thank you, man. I appreciate it. What's your next review? Halo. Uh, are you playing Evil Genius 2? No. Any smaller games you're reviewing now or in the next couple weeks? Yes. I'm going to be brutally honest. I can't remember what its name is. But there are a couple I've written down as ones that I want to cover for sure. I want to cover a couple games also in ways I haven't covered before. Christmas is always fun for that. Uh, game Awards stream? Maybe. Maybe. Why am I holding this up and not taking a drink? We have the same drinking glasses? Excellent. Are yours invisible like mine? All right, that's it for me, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for the super chats. Thanks for joining the patron. Thanks for the Discord. If you don't do any of those things, you also rock regardless. Peace out. Have an awesome week. Stay safe. Hopefully, don't break your neck. Favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni, for sure. Faux show. Peace out.